Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! This is Filthy Shambles, Season 3, Episode 17. The international break is over. Thank fuck for that. And Tottenham Hotspur are back. Monday Night Football, under the floodlights. Ross, welcome back, mate, again. Hello. It's becoming a habit. Well, I'm not quite. I know I need a new job, but nunnery and all that isn't for me. But yeah, Yeah. it's a habit joke, don't worry. That that was terrible. I'm not going to edit that out, though. We're going to have to leave that in, and I apologise to anyone listening. But uh, Spurs are back, mate, and uh, a Monday night game, 8 o'clock. Do you know what? I don't like 8pm kickoffs, and I'm actually quite upset that the Chelsea game's 8 o'clock. It just felt incre- it feels incredibly rushed because, like, for me, I don't live that far away, so I can, I can just finish up work at 5 o'clock, uh, log off, and leave, leave the house. And I'm in Tottenham, uh, in the BI, wherever I'm going to meet everyone else, sorted. Can take my time. So many people dash, dashing about to their seats, holding buckets of chicken wings and pizzas. And there's people turning up late for their seats. It was quite a subdued, it was a strange atmosphere, but an expected atmosphere, I think, because it was a Monday night and it was yeah. Fulham. But Spurs still delivered. Um, yeah, it was a. It's the start it of the um, half term week as well, so I think in a weird way that added to it. But yeah, but as you said, the match we did what we needed to do, and how many times have we said that over the last few years? Well, to to be fair, like this is like looking back on the game, it was it was funny because there was one point where I was really frustrated and I kind of kicked kicked the floor in front of me, and I, and I was like, hold on a minute, like this is this season has been fantastic just in terms of how we feel about this football club again and how we feel about going back to Tottenham why am I getting frustrated like it was almost like this pitch and how dare we're not scoring how dare we get to the half hour mark and we haven't scored against Fulham like what what you know sort it out Tottenham but to be fair I kind of came away there's a lot of things that we can talk about today but one of the things I came Mm. away with was if the football was a little bit more tidy, if it was a little bit more cleaner, we would have buried them. And we played in pockets some pretty sensational stuff. It was just the passage of plays, the yeah. the, the way we interchanged, the movement. You know, just there was a couple of unlucky touches here and there, players getting in, in the way of each other. Um But we we're we're a decent football team, but it still feels that we're we're nowhere near what we should be producing is I haven't got the stats in front of me, but I'm sure you can find them on, on Twitter. And I might have actually posted something from prime video that I found on Instagram. And it was to do with stats. It was to do with, with Tottenham stats thus far this season. And we're not top of all this, of all these selected stats, I should say, um, but it's just top of all of them. Just, in, just in terms of, uh, well, here, here, here you go. I, I, I was mumbling there just so I could find the, the content. <laughs> I did hear the clicky clacking. So the, no, the the most shots, most targets, most shots on target, most final third mm. passes, 
most touches in the opposition box, most take-ons attempted, most ground duels won, and obviously the most points. Um, it's just unbelievable, and it genuinely, I'm not even being dramatic by using that word, when you compare the way we played last season, the constrained football that I often try to validate that it's going to lead to bigger and better things compared to what we're doing today, which is Postacoglu's constant demand to press and push and run. And and you think, well, that, you know, that's what's that going to get you? Well, it's going to get you a lot when you've got the players that we've got. I mean, that, how, how impressed or how surprised are you that we keep producing enough, more than enough, and probably sometimes we should be producing even more than we than we end up uh, doing so. I mean, how impressed have you been and, and, and are you at this point in time? Very I've impressed been... is the answer. I know, there's only one answer. Also, and impressed how the players have listened to Ange and taken what he said on board. I mean, he came in from Celtic and there was obviously a lot of people doubting him. I sat on the fence, I'll be honest. I was like, I'm not sure which way he's going to go. And then I thought, do you know what? Let's look into the guy. And his message was, keep going, keep going, keep going. And if it if it buggers up, it's on him. And uh, I think the minute the players, obviously the Tottenham players would have heard that, that would have obviously relaxed them into a state of, right, we can do something. And since then, even against Brentford on the opening day, where Vicario looks a little bit shaky on his debut, mm. you know, we had, we, Poro was on the bench, I think Skip might have played, I can't remember off the top of my head. But there were little bits of seeds, you know, just dropping in. You know, Madison looked sharp. And since then, we've just been moving on, moving on. We've taken massive steps, which A, shows what potential there was with the players that were there from last season, which is more frustrating than anything. And the fact that he made a few changes, he he got a Madison in, he got another centre-back in that's left-footed and can play with um, Romero, sorted the goalkeeper out, got Basuma playing, and then look at us go now. And even from that stage, mm. he put Sonny in the middle. And look, he's a natural finisher almost. I'm not, he's never going to be a Kane level because there's only one person at Kane's level and that's him. But what Son is doing now is showing us, guys, I can score the goals that I did two seasons back. Last season was just mm. a blip, which is mm. such a relief because I, who doesn't love Sonny? It's just so good to see him scoring. And when you put them ingredients together, it does. Yeah, it's been it's been so impress, impressive, um, the way that they just turned up last night, and it was a bit of a sloppy performance. And Ange did say it after the game. Yeah. But it's best to go in with a bit of a guys come on after a win than it is after a defeat because the guys will listen more. So yeah, it's been great so far. I just just That's, keep going. That I mean, it's, it, it we got to touch on. The, the the, I mean, it's something that I kind of mentioned on Twitter that it's great that Postacoglu never just talks about oh yeah we've won and we're you know fantastic and he he literally just says it out loud. Yes, however, I wasn't impressed with A, B, and C. And if he's saying that in the in the presser, if he's saying that for Spurs play for for us or saying it to, to Sky Sports, that's fine. The fact that he's going to take that to the, the the training pitch at Hotspur way the you know the playing back DVDs of, of individual performances and positioning 
and whatever else. You know, they, they, we were a little bit casual at times in, in the first half. And then there was the way we started in the second half. We looked a little bit wobbly. And then obviously the amount of changes that we made towards the end of the game. And to be fair, some, you know, there's, I'm not saying, oh, what, what's going on here? You know, why, why they're not performing to the high standard that we've had, we've had during the course of this season. It has been 16 days. It has been a, a long international break. Um, a lot's mm. been going on during that international break. They've come back. There's been one or two players unwell, perhaps carrying knocks, perhaps not 100%. Lots of players coming back from injuries. We've got a Friday game. We've got Basuma who's missing. We miss Basuma's ability to recycle the ball, to put his studs on the ball and, 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 and calm things down and stop the ball from basically being passed about and, 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 and lost. The sloppiness was definitely there long before we made the substitutions. And obviously when we did, you know, you've got players like Lacelso and, and Johnson who are, who are kind of back into the team. It's going to be rusty. And, and it's, it's one. It's the Very. one thing. It's the one thing I'm worried about. Not so much the players and the manager. Just some of the the the, the kind of murmurs in 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 the south stand around me were all. They were people were almost complaining, almost groaning, and and it's like, wow, guys, listen, we're not even meant to be top of the league, right? We were, we didn't expect this. We know what kind of season this is meant to be based on the fact that we don't have a very big squad and the fact that we have a new manager and we thought it was going to be a little bit more bumpy than it's been and it could yet still be quite bumpy. Don't get carried away and don't expect the moon on a stick immediately. And it's it's the one thing, you know, you bang on about winning mentality with, with Tottenham. Spurs don't have a winning mentality. Fair, because we've never really won things the way other clubs have, for a multitude of reasons that we've gone over time and time again. But the other thing that those clubs have are supporters that do have the experience and understand how to cope with that pressure that builds up, leads to success, and then the pressure that you feel when you're chasing another title. Again, it's a different thing to what we are used to. We're always trying to get to the finish line and we don't ever quite get there and in nine games you've already got players like uh, supporters rather criticizing players in a way that would would just suggest just enjoy the carnival spirit a little bit more because this season I still stand by my words is a free hit and I'm not disagreeing we should capitalize on the momentum especially if we are top three top five whatever or even top at Christmas, there's no way we're going to just sit back and say it's a free hit season. We'll worry about it next year. We're transitioning. We're rebuilding. No, we try and consolidate because it, it, something special might happen if we're in that position. Uh, but if it doesn't, let's let's lower expectations. And ju- but do you know what? Postacoglu said it himself. You don't have to. You can enjoy the fuck out of it. And I think that's what we're doing. Right, and 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 that's what rival fans don't understand, and and, and we seem to have broken them after after nine games. Who was your most impressive uh, performer on, on Monday night? I'm going to go Vicario, only because every time Fulham had, a, I was I, I I drove back and 
to and from Essex today. And on the M25, I was just having to think. Every time he saved his shot last night, it reminded me of one of their Mario games where, you, you know, you hit, if you ate a mushroom, mm-hmm. you'd expand. His hands just seemed to get so big, which is great for Mrs. Vicario. But what I'm saying is it just looks so safe. And for all his great things, Lloris, he was a great shop stopper. He, you know, French captain, mm-hmm. World Cup winner and all mm-hmm. that. That he did, he did have his crazy moments that just come from nowhere. With Vicario, he just seems to have such raw um, potential there. He he just say, he just felt so safe, like he, he was in control. Every time they passed to him, it was like, yeah, I'm just going to do that. Quite, give me the ball, give me the ball. He, and did, it's so he, red- he did botch up once with the footwork and, and it kind of gave the ball away. And I was like, right, yeah. don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. we, we had enough of that with Lloris. Stop. Right, yeah. get, get Conte back. At least we weren't pissing around like that at the back. Um, it was um, him and Rome- I mean Romero again was immense last night. There was one mm. point he just kept running, he kept running and running, and you're thinking he looked a bit lost. But then all of a sudden he just slipped this pass through to Decky, and it was like, where's that been? But oh, it was. I mean, but Vicario gets my thumbs up from last night. He just he just looks. So assured now, and he looks like part of the furniture. And choose a cliche, and that's great to have from me such a, a keeper who at twenty six, twenty seven is still young for a keeper. So yeah, yeah. I mean, who's yours? Um, I've 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 Madison. I think um, it's <laughs> my brain just momentarily uh, froze. That's his full um, name, by the way. <laughs> To, to, to Big Vic, I mean, the, the, the save that he pulled off, um, the confidence I had in him and, and our defence when, when Fulham did counter, because it was obvious what Fulham were going to do. They were going to sit back and they were going to counter and try and nick something. And they had two or three opportunities early on. And it is, it is, it is, it's definitely something that you kind of think, well, if that was Chelsea, what would happen? And if it that if that was whomever else, Man City, what would happen? But Spurs have Spurs have this thing about them where they always raise their game. You know, we went to the Emirates, we we weren't pulled apart. You know, no. and every, everyone was saying we would be. Yeah, Liverpool, VAR, boring. We won the game. They they you know yeah okay nine 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 players they were never going to hurt us in the same way. Chelsea will be interesting when they visit, and obviously Man City will be incredibly interesting um, just to see how we cope. But we have players that obviously match the tenacity that's required based on the opponent, and that's not a disrespect to Fulham. I think that's the reality of a lot of football matches. Really, truly, league teams will play at a high level, a high standard every game so that's what we need to aim for over the course of maybe a season or two maybe a little bit more but last night I did worry I was like ah we got nearly got caught nearly got caught Fulham should have done better but it it was more a case of well actually maybe not we had it covered we got Vicario that that save that you just pulled out it looked like it was going in and you just it was just a magnificent save um, and he's exactly what we needed him to be. And obviously a lot of us, I mean, I, I didn't think this way, so I didn't have an opinion. 
strong enough to favour him being great or being terrible. But a lot of people right at the beginning were very critical of Vicario. They did not see how he was going to be a quality player and question why we signed him and not a Premier League goalkeeper with experience that we all know and have seen play uh, week in, week out. Well, there you go. Again, football. The ironic thing about that is, Spooks, is Mm. you look at the panic that Ray has had in his last couple of games. I mean, he's starting again again for Arsenal in the Champions League tonight. Um, And just, you know, you... I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, I know, but even in that team, he looks f- almost unsure of certain things. But Vicario, I mean, that's why, you know, I, I really rate Vicario, is the easiness and calmness and assurance that he has, the confidence he has in just going, just give me the ball, I can knock it out to Mickey, who's over there, or, you know, as a pass down there. Mm. And to have that at a start of a build-up in possession, is it must be great for the players Raya at at Arsenal is this this is how I I, I look at that signing for them you know you've you've got Arteta who for me is just a prick and he might from the looks of it appears to have found a formula that works where where he's at at the minute but he's trying too hard to be this this kind of groundbreaking maverick coach, not too, you know, dissimilar to Pep. So he's he's trying to do things differently, and he you know gets overly animated on the touchline and and all these other cartoon bits that he, that he does with light bulbs and the rest of it. But the the, the thing that really made me laugh was, I know what I'm going to do next. I'm just going to create something that's not been done before just just so that I can be perceived mm. as this kind of left field genius I'm going to make it about having two top goalkeepers all that's disputable yeah. um and and that's what actually how football squads should be designed every club should have two top keepers and you rotate them and you keep them competitive and you you play different keepers for different games and the reality is they don't rate Ramsdale Sorry, it's just the way that you cut right to the point. It's well, like, Look, that's mate. the reality. That's probably is, the reality of it. But but also, there's a good chance that Arteta genuinely believes in his own hype and that he's creating some kind of dynamic that's never been seen before. And it's like, whoa, what's he doing here? This is no one's ever thought of doing this. <laughs> Having two goalkeepers and maybe playing a different one when the other one drops form. It's you know, but that's how he, he tried to sell it. Um, yeah, he's because on his it's sorry, just, no, no, cut, on his cut, press conference. Yeah, I don't want to make it an Arsenal don't show, but me. I just want to get cut this cutting. Yeah. I'll cut you. Um, he said on his press conference yesterday for the game today that why aren't you asking me about my left back or my centre mid? Well, mate, the goalkeeper is one of the most important bits on the pit field because if he mm. mucks up, you more. You know, 90 times out of 100, you're going to concede mm. a goal. So that's why. And it's never been done before. But as you said, he's just, he, it does look like he's trying to make a ocean of ocean of genius out of a teardrop. So, uh, yeah, like you, I think he's a bit of a knob. But, but we don't have a knob. We have a Aussie butte. Absolute wonder of a dad at our club now who came out and still bollocked the players. <laughs> yeah, which, which, I, is... which I loved, which I thought he's spot on. Which, he is, really which is. is absolutely essential to do, and um, and important that we the things that we can see he's seeing, 
Do you, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And and yeah. and and we know we know these are foundations. And I'm glad that the vast majority of people that I'm speaking to at games and even even people maybe online agree it is the beginning and it, and there's a lot of work to do and it's just bloody great that we're in a position where we can enjoy i mean usually we're not in this type of position usually we're kind of having to to persevere um so you know how dare spurs play well how dare spurs have luck how dare spurs have quality players how dare spurs not appear to drop several levels having lost their greatest goal scorer in their history you know all the things that people including us expected because we just know the way things work all the things didn't materialize we we've had the the complete opposite so in what in what universe would a fan base <laughs> just sit there and go no actually do you know what i'm not going to over celebrate because it's just an illusion we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose we're gonna lose games and drop form when we get injuries yeah whatever like football isn't isn't yeah, meant to be it's... this this transactional relationship where where you 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 know the economy's happiness and you only get to enjoy that happiness in in moments that have been signed off by everybody else it's it's what you basically the football experience is what you make of it and if you want to be yeah. miserable or you want to you want to be hypersensitive in terms of well i've seen i've seen us fall apart before so it's likely to happen again well here's something for you it is likely to happen again because that's how you know this isn't a tottenham thing either this is just football reality the odds are stacked against us we're we're up against unfortunately giants of football that are seasonal uh, uh, competitors and contenders, and we're trying to get there. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of things that need, need to fall into place. Mostly, our chairman backing our manager, mm-hmm. but he he uh, he appointed Postacoglu and um, paid forty million quid for for James Madison. So yeah, Madison is God. This is a long way to get to the point of the, uh, <laughs> the question that I asked and you asked me. But yeah, James Madison. Um, Completely forgot about that. Definitely my player of, of of the game. If anything, because he just he's just a poster boy for Tottenham right now. Do you know the the way he talks off the pitch, the way he mm. talks when he's interviewed on the pitch, his stylings, he, he's his vision, his touch, um, the connection that he has is is a genuine, unscripted connection. You know it. He doesn't have a. He'd never had a relationship with Tottenham beforehand, right? Okay, but unless you he, see the Delhi. tweets that when he was five years old, when he's no, spat out, not, but who mate, cares, mate? Mate, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build up Madison here, and you're bringing teenage tweets into pre- it. Can you, can Carry you, on. can you, can you, uh, can you just email me pre-pod next time if you're going to bring up any, <laughs> anything that's going to mug me off? I can approve <laughs> and, and then sign it off, and then you can crack on with it. Um, no, but seriously, Madison gets it, and it's an, an it's a very organic, uh, uh, a kind of um, get that he has with Tottenham. He loves being here. He sees Spurs as a massive football club, and he's just, he's just really comfortably slotted into uh the, the 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 team and um and we needed that we we needed 
the, the, uh, you know we needed a a player that we can we can look at alongside Son having lost Harry Kane. Um, anything else you want to pluck out performance wise before we 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 kind of delve into some other talking points um, in just in terms of any other players that again impressed you massively for all the hammerings he's taken i thought hoiberg had a quietly effective game where he didn't you didn't almost notice him which is a great thing because we would i was worried we'd miss basuma a lot but and again i know it's against fulham blah 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 but what else is he supposed to do but i thought he was quietly effective got on with the job you, he almost thought, well, I'm probably going to do this for one game, but I might as well prove my worth, which is such a great attitude to have. I mean, how many times do you hear about players going, well, I'm only going to play one game. What's the point? He's actually yeah. come in and he's played well. He's yeah. done what he needed to do. Um, he had a chance even at one point, I think. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but a quietly effective performance and you almost think after that performance last night, you almost think it's worth keeping him for the rest of the season. I know that might cause murmurs, but it, it just to have that reliable, almost, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That just, just having that someone reliable just to come in to fill in for Basuma is worth its weight in gold because we're going to get on. I know we're going to get on to the other players a minute who came on, but to have that sort of depth is what we've been craving for. So yeah, just a bit of a shout out to young Hoiberg there. Yeah. I mean, it's a difficult season for him because, you know, he went from being a player that was literally playing every single second until we burnt mm. him out. And, and, and his, his form and his performances just, just uh, were very messy. And then he'd, he'd be rested and he'd come back. And a lot of people would probably listen to that and disagree that they never rated his performances at any point. And he is, He's not a, a, a kind of multi-dimensional player in terms of what he offers. He's very much got certain traits and certain things that he does very well. Um, and, and obviously, you compare him to Basuma, completely different level of performance. And what you get from Basuma is definitely, definitely qualities that you wouldn't find in Hoybier. And it, that's just the reality of it. So we, we would need to bring in a player that complements the other midfielders that we have. Obviously... Benton Coy is someone who's going to come back and we we all pray that he's yeah. ACL, you know, um, the, the, the player can rediscover the form that he had before because that would be an incredible core, uh, a central core that Spurs would have options-wise. Players definitely fit the Postacoglu system. But yeah, he, he's a model professional, the Viking, um, whether you like him or not. He got the assist to the assist. You know, a bit of a Luka Modric there. <laughs> I've not, I've not heard of that. that for ages. Yeah, I like that. I like that. The um, and, 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 and he's got experience. And he's obviously, again, he's disciplined in that he will he will follow the instructions given to him. Um, uh, but obviously, he's not a dynamic footballer. Um, and, and therefore, you're still going to have this conversation where, you know, people hate him. People don't want him in the team. The fact is, we're in a position where we 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 need depth, and we need depth in in many areas of the of, of the pitch, and that's just again, it's us trying to recover the mess that the club, including Daniel Levy, have made over the course of the last four seasons in, in terms of the managers we've appointed and the players we've bought for that manager. Uh, it's 
it's not again people think this is a, a, a Tottenham thing it happens everywhere not every every club buys players that don't fit in every club buys players that, that are then next to useless for the next manager that comes in it's just that Spurs need to own that process a lot better than we have in the past and I think we're on course to, to do that um I'm just trying to think who else. Uh, just, I mean, Mickey Van der Ven, he, the, the acceleration on that kid is just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just immense. It's just, it doesn't matter the head start the other players got. Um, we, I was Romero, watching the game with my son. Yeah, so just on Van der Ven. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching all the games with my boy, and we've been waiting for this moment because I showed him that um, clip that was doing the rounds about Van der Ven, where he at eighty yards and he nails it in about two seconds. But we've been waiting almost for this moment to go, wow, there it is. He did it for us. And it, it kind of happened last night where he, you're, you're watching him going, go on, go on, go on, start running. It's like a party <laughs> piece. And he did it. And me and my son just went, yay, he did it. It's just like, even though I think it was either Romero or Royale got the block in the end. It was like, nah, nah, nah Mickey did that. Um, but oh, they, him and I know you're you just about to speak about Romero, but God, they've been, they've clicked so well. Yeah, I was just going to say Romero's Romero. It's just like it gets it, it gets to the it's getting to the point now where we just there's not much more that you can say about some of these players because they've been mm. so consistent for us, and it's it's a great bedrock because we worried a lot about how we were going to look and how we were going to play and like there was it, there was all the noise around. We haven't got enough centre backs, and you know, arguably we don't. If one of those two players get gets injured, then we're looking at Eric Dyer or we're looking at. I don't know, Phillips, Dorrington, I've no idea if he's anywhere near, he's probably not because he's not, I don't think he's been involved in the first team at all this, this season in terms of training. But, you know, we lack depth in in, in most areas. We, there's lots of question marks. But regardless of that, what Postacoglu has uh, brought to Tottenham is this constant uh, um, energy, and enthusiasm, and belief, and style, and and it, you see it in the stats, but you see it with your own eyes, which is the most important thing, and you see it with your heart because you feel the football. You know, I, I was chatting to um, chatting to T uh, from the Fighting Cock and John Bass from the Fighting Cock, Callum from the Fighting Cock, um, and the very controversial. Uh, Bardi, who uh, mm. yeah seems to be liking the the attention-seeking tweet at the minute, the absolute mm. Twitter whore that he is. Um, basically, thinking back to last season, it was. I mean, even now, I'm just pausing because going to Tottenham was fine. Meeting my mates was fine having a drink was fine all those things were fine and enjoyable taking my seat in the east stand at the time and sitting down it wasn't we were we had to endure it it was like it was like a saw movie like am i ever gonna get out of this place yes i am in 90 minutes but am i gonna be yeah. dead inside when, when, when it happens and the football was turgid. It was awful. And and, and often I, I was like, no, 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 it's going to get better. We're, we're a swaggering counter-attacking football team and we're going to we're gonna just 
suck them in and then just pulsate outwards and slap, 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 slap. Nothing. Never happened. Came away hating being at Tottenham because of that. And now look at it. So the, the, these are things, these are fundamentals that we have been, again, we, we've said it many times, we've been starved of just the basics. And now we've got them. Um, and we, we haven't even started yet. We haven't. We have not even started yet. Son again scored a wonderful goal. Uh, the the build up. Um, it was from a mistake for for Madison. We take it. You know, you pressure your, you pressure the opposition into making mistakes, and then you punish them for it. I know. I know that because, excuse me, Tottenham have been punished more than once or twice in the, in the last few seasons uh, because of the terrible mistakes we've made at the back. Um, Obviously, we've got a game on Friday. Crystal Palace away could be quite tricky. Normally, yeah. is for Spurs another little test. They're all tests. We made a lot of substitutions that obviously rattled us a little bit, just in terms of cohesiveness was was lost. Oh, I thought I thought you meant it rattled us as a fan base, but yeah, I know what you oh, mean. Oh no, yeah, no, sorry. Did... Yeah. Do you know yeah. what rattle rattle was the wrong word? It it kind of just broke up the fluidity that we had. Um, yeah, of course, it prior. Did. It obviously saw went off. Uh, destiny went off and then we made one or two other changes as well um, I know we haven't spoken about Richarlison but I want to leave it momentarily because that's another big yeah. talking point but um, are you overly critical about the, the sloppiness that did creep in the last 20 minutes and, and, and what did you make of Fulham as well because they woke up at that point 2-0 down well, they just went for it I mean the, the, Raul Jimenez has not been the same player since blessing me at that hand head injury. Yeah. And their other striker was is Carlos Venetius and there you go. Um and they brought on a Wobi who I swear sometimes couldn't find water if he fell out of a boat. But it, it they never I mean Wilson got in behind us a few times and that was good and I can't pronounce the other guy. It's like Decor Dover recorder read or something, I don't know. Um he did well. Pauli, I don't know. Just one thing about Fulham: how the hell did they not get a book in last night? It's just absolutely ridiculous thing that oh, no. we picked up two bookings, and I was like, for what? And I remember Palini almost crippling one of our players, and it was just like, well, don't do it again. Um, no, the, the Fulham were all right. They've given um, their manager a new contract today, which is quite funny. Um, but no, I didn't think much of them. I think they'll do all right. I think they won't go down. They'll be very, they're very mid-table. Um, but I think the subs did substitutions always going to rock things. I mean, if you look at a friendly game, how many times do you say, well, there's going to be a disjoint performance now because the subs come on. We were playing a right footed fullback at left back in Royale because Ben Davies was, took a knock. Um, Lucelso's coming back after, I don't know how long he's been out for. Has it been a couple of months? Um, he played for Argentina, with... didn't he? I think he played in. They in all do. They all do. Mad. Doesn't play for they, Spurs uh... for God knows how long, and then he's, he's, <laughs> he's playing for his country. He's this season's Romero, isn't he? So maybe next season the Celso's going to be up for a Ballon d'Or, nah. um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something like. That. Um, I thought Skippy did well. Um, I know I run the Skip fan club, but I thought it, a couple of you know poor passes, but so did everyone. But he got stuck in. Um, 
and Johnson and Velez didn't really have much time, but they're going to get better with more minutes under their belts. It, it, it's as obvious. Um, but it was a bit, it was very plodding Well, I think that's the best word I can describe the second half. Um, I mean, and no, you... it, it shouldn't be like that because right. they're professional footballers yeah. and all that. Yeah. But it was, well, you know, but we still won and they, and Fulham were never a threat. And I think if they had been more of a threat, if it had been a Chelsea or I think Madison and Son would have obviously stayed on longer. Yudogi might have got another 15 minutes just to get us to that hour mark. And I know yeah. Saar is not well, apparently. It's 50-50 now for Friday, I've heard. Because um, he's just suffering from this bug that's flying around. Um, but it'll be fine. I mean, but, you know, they did their jobs and Royale, I thought, played all right. Got a few decent blocks in um, and we hung in. We didn't hung, hang in there because I don't think Fulham provided any real but threat. Do, do, you, do you think, like, because at, at, at the minute, you know, it's you can look at it and say Spurs made hard work of it, right? And we did, but it was... It was. It wasn't because we played poorly. A lot of people say it was the worst performance of the season so far. But even that, it it's it wasn't a it wasn't a terrible performance. A terrible performance would be us under the cosh against Fulham, right? It would be the, Fulham pressurizing us and us and Spurs making mistakes and the rest of it. Whereas we we created chances and we should have scored more than than, than two comfortably more than two and we didn't. And that surely is just a consequence of, of of this team bedding in still, like people. It's 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 easy for for all of us to forget rival fans and pundits alike that this is just a new team. Maybe it's familiar faces, but a completely new way of doing things. And because of that, there are still like like we, we you know I said there's still question marks. You know, uh, Kulusevski, depending on who you talk to, um, you might get a different perspective. I think he played well. I think he's doing, um, again, uh, to steal what T said, um, he, he's he's almost like doing the things that that his, his teammates and his manager will rate him for. Yeah, he's because, putting in some shifts, isn't he? Because, yeah, I mean, he's, he's exactly. the one out of that front three that, or front four who's doing the full 90 minutes. If you look at the game again, or look at the game last night and the game against Luton, he he ran his nuts off, bless yeah. him. Uh, especially not, against Luton. He's Go not on. the spectacular Kulisevsky that we saw, um, you know, when he joined Spurs and, and once he found found the, the, the pace in the Premier League, you know, kind of maraudering uh, down the wing, like pulsating uh, ginger wonder kid. Um and just looked like he was going to tear it up and score every time. Mm. He hasn't quite captured that yet, but there's there's a lot of grafting in there, which is obviously what you want your players to be able to do. Again, as an essential quality, you need to dig deep, and he's digging deep. Um, God damn it! I had a I had a, I had an additional point to that, but it's it's lost to the ether of, of, of podcasting, unfortunately. Um, I think I, I think it's I think my question would have been just. Are you worried at some point that because we're not taking these opportunities, because we're still building towards something that's a bit more fluid, uh, and we are fluid a lot of, 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 of the times that we've watched Spurs this season, we've we've played some fantastic football in pockets, but do you think we're going to we're, we're going to get slapped? Is it likely that at some point we are going to get slapped by someone that's just going to turn up 
and play with the clinicality that we haven't quite mastered yet. Is that a fear or are you just not even considering the negatives because they don't actually exist because they haven't happened yet? So why worry about something that doesn't exist? That point exactly. There was no yeah, point okay. worrying about something that hasn't happened and every team gets slapped at, at least once a season. Even Man City does. Even um, Every time they play Tottenham. Oh, there we go. Oh, we haven't got Kane this time, so I'm a bit worried. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. We'll play Valise, that's fine. Um, Arsenal will get slapped. You know, man, you have been slapped a couple of times. That's just funny. Chelsea will and so on and so on. Every team, this is my point, every team will get a punch in the face. I mean, Man City had like 7,000 shots against Wolves and they didn't, I don't think yeah. they lost. Yeah. It, I'm not saying that they got slapped, but how un-Man City Pep-like is that? But it's going to happen. It might happen. It might not happen. If it doesn't happen, then you're comparing us to the Invincibles almost or that, or Man City or that Chelsea team under Mourinho. That, it's that sort of level. And we've not I think reached that yet. And I, it's... I, sorry, go on. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, mate. I've, I've got... That's all right. No, go on, go I on. Keep, I keep interrupting... Uh, because I'm getting old, and if I don't, if I don't speak, are. I will forget the words that I want to share with you. And in this uh, dialogue exchange, I've actually forgotten what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, I, I'm genuinely I think... worried. I got to get on the the AG one. I think I'm, I'm struggling massively with uh, brain energy. Um, go continue, yes. and it'll come back to me. And so it's going to happen, I think. It, uh, but don't worry about it when it does. Because if you think that Angie's going to let them get away with it or moan about it, then you're wrong. It's, he doesn't come across as that type of guy. It'll be like, look, we've done this. The players know they haven't played well when it does happen or if it doesn't happen. We can't get any more players until January. We mm. can't get rid of any players until January. So it's pointless also talking about, well, get him out of my club. Get him out of my... It, what? Sharp. Uh, Richie is, I mean, again, I'm going to hark back to him. Richarlison is still putting in a shift. It's not as if he's just, I mean, there was a couple of moments last night. It was like, but it's because we all want him to do so well. Right, hold it's that like what, Yes, hold that I'm holding it. Because I, I want you to just let me know uh, about Richarlison. I just want to come back to something. Yeah. There's something that you just said. And it goes back again to and i'm not this isn't me preaching to anybody like you support tottenham and you enjoy tottenham and you the way that you want to do so and 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 if that means swearing at players it's irrelevant whether i'm triggered by that do you know what i'm saying even when we're winning games because at the end of it everyone's happy and that's all that matters how we process football very different from one person to the next and I respect that there, there was a time when I didn't and I was just like you got a happy clap all the time you need to support your team and that's not you know it's you need to be you need to be very self-aware and be frustrated and display um anger if you want to go that far or hate if you really want to go to the further furthest reaches of, of, <laughs> of the spectrum, um, because you know the, it, this is what football's about. It's a very abusive relationship. It's just, it's always it's always been like this. But I I <laughs> yeah. do I, I do kind of look at um, Spurs at the minute, and I'm I'm willing to entertain as improbable as it is 
I'm willing to entertain the fact that strange things have happened. And it's just really interesting in the seasons where we have put pressure on the team and the squad and the manager and everything. And, and that pressure has been felt by the players. That in a season where I don't think there is any pressure on them because there is no benchmark, there is no expectation, we have a manager in Ange who is absolutely word perfect in everything that he says. So I can only imagine what he's like with, with the players and how he how he talks to them and, and how he kind of builds up uh, the belief system within within the football club, within the dressing room. Um that there is something here that's it's like an intangible. It's something that perhaps you can't report on with data and you can't analyze with 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 an insightful blog. It's just loads of little things that have never come into play before, but they're all coming into play together. I don't know if anyone's listening to this. Uh, you're probably thinking, is Spooky having a, a stroke? Can he smell burning toast right now? No. I can taste champagne. It's on ice, mm. and I'm willing to fantasize about that. I'm willing, I'm willing to just sit back and let Spurs wash all over me. Because why the hell not? Why do after four years of being stressed out, why not just enjoy every little thing? And again, you might not listening to this. You might think, Nah, mate, I'll pay hundred quid a ticket uh, per home game, or I'll pay two grand for a season ticket. I'm not. I'm not preaching. I'm genuinely. But what I am saying is part of me would absolutely love it if we somehow pulled something extraordinary off in, in this season without there being any logic to it and without a genuine design to let's go out and win, etc., etc. that it just falls together because the universe has just thought, fuck it, this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to let it happen. And that, and that, that's... It's an intangible trying to explain this as well because it's just an emotion uh, that's stirred up by a lot of people, you know. Maybe not so yeah. much on Monday night. I think Monday night everyone wanted to get home. It was a late late kickoff. Uh, Mondays, are, like I said, the crap crap days for football. And no one stayed about for the post-match um, melody where I think someone has to have a word with with Tottenham PR and, and the, the, the Tannoy guys and don't play every single song after every single home game, you're milking it and it's getting, it's just not, you don't need to do it. You're better than that. Do it when it really matters. <laughs> do it when, well, do it after a game like Sheffield United or Liverpool, then do yeah. that. Just play one, one song at the end, let them all celebrate and then just let us, let us go off and have a pint or go home or whatever. Yes. Especially on a Monday night. Um, one thing you did say, I'll pick up on the thing yeah. with Ange, he's put in, round pegs in round holes where I've always felt that with previous managers, it's, it's, it's almost like Arteta, like what we were saying about Arteta earlier on, you're trying to reinvent the wheel. It's, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, Poro can play at right back because he, you, you got to do is teach him how to defend. So, but you're not going to play him right wing because it, that would be, I don't know, that just wouldn't have felt right. You know, we've got, a left-sided centre-back playing next to a right-sided footed mm -hmm. centre-back. That works because we've seen it with Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Yeah. And and it's just the simple things, you know, play Basuma where he likes to be played and yeah. he'll deliver. Look what happens. Yeah. And it's... I, Sonny, I think, has lost a tiny bit of that explosion 
play him as a centre forward. Look what happened. Seven goals yeah. and he's only a couple behind the robot. Um, it's just simple things that are working. And I think when you have that clarity of mindset, it does, it just takes away all the crap that some managers can overcomplicate things or they're too stubborn to realise it, which is may, which may have been what buggered up with Conte where he just wants, he just wants these 11 players to do exactly what he wants to do every single second. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. Um, it just and now wasn't the right fit for 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 the no and no I, I I thought he was going to be great but yeah you know, how long a, a was lot I? of people did mate a lot of people did yeah um but yeah like, as you said that the wash, letting the Spurs wash over us it feels good it's like a really nice bath at the minute and it's just just lay there and enjoy it guys if you start complaining about this that and the other you can't have any happiness in your life but. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, which is ironic because we'll, we will come on to Richarlison in a minute. But we're well, playing really, we're playing really good football. We're top yeah. of the league by two points. There you go. Could be five on Friday. Oh yeah. So let's end, let's end the main pod. Um, so for for people that might be listening to this for the first time, Filthy Shambles yeah. available free on all podcast apps. But I've got a Patreon. There's an extended version of this podcast on the Patreon. It's spooky in purgatory patreon.com forward slash spooking purgatory um and so you can you can support me to allow me to to do this week in week out uh, and get the extra content um richie is someone who i would love to wax lyrical about and there's a, a there's a little bit of the lamellas that are creeping in with him or they, 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 they haven't creeped in to be fair they've smash their way through like a bull bulldozer um he's someone who we're now rating for his assists and his work and his graft and um he's uh, uh shoulder control um <clears throat> uh, but he's not a striker he's not playing as a striker he's playing as as a winger he's he's and he's doing you know he, he he's doing all right i want to say 7 out of 10 performance maybe but he's not a confidence player at right now. He really is not um, an arrogant player in 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 the right way. You kind of. I was chatting to the guy sitting next to me yesterday, and we were just talking about Aston Villa and and kind of Ollie Watkins and one or two other players in the Premier League who just in front of goal clinical, you know. And we got we got a clinical player in front of goal. We got Son, and we kind of we, and Madison obviously, you know, he's been notching them up as well. But in in Richarlison, he's someone who had a couple of opportunities. He was unlucky with one, blasted one over the bar. He had a lot more time, you know, even even one or two seconds is a lifetime as a striker if you get to take an extra little bit of a touch and, and just position yourself and strike it cleanly. He feels like a play that we're going to need to upgrade. And, and, and obviously Johnson came on, um, looked a bit rusty, um, there was that opportunity where he could have received the ball from uh, Lo Celso. Um, I think Lo Celso got a bit of stick for it, but I don't really think Johnson opened his body up and moved in the right direction to receive the ball. People say the ball should have gone in the other direction. Um, mm. But, you know, the likes of Lo Celso and Johnson might offer us another dimension, but has Richarlison got any left? 
are we just waiting on... for are we just waiting for january or, or, or summer are we is this like are we just having to deal with the burden of 60 million quid here or or is there hope ross i was speaking Mike on yours. the other on my other podcast the hotspur way and somebody brought up the stat that the highest goals that Richie's had in one season is 13 I think that was the 18-19 season he's never been a prolific goal scorer we're trying to turn him into something yeah. or want him to be something that he's never actually been and that's where the problem lies what is he because when he plays for Brazil I bet you it's a different sort of atmosphere he's got I know Neymar's injured he'll have a lot of very I mean, Rodrigo Vinicius Jr who are high mm-hmm. high quality players um, not saying that we don't have that, but he's being asked to do something that is not alien to him. But I think I think he at the minute he's just going through a huge confidence crisis, crisis of confidence, mm. and he doesn't know where he stands in the team. Mm-hmm. I think he's overthinking it. I think he's worrying about it a lot, and it, and also losing Perisic may hinder him because Ivan was the one that set. Uh, I think he was the one that assisted both his goals this season against Fulham and Sheffield United. So he has them capabilities, but he just, I don't know, he just needs to understand that if he's playing on that left, he can join, he can join in, learn from what Sonny used to be a few years back when Kane was there. And I just think he's got it. I think he's overthinking it and I think he's worrying about it. Yet he did a lovely, not saying it's the hardest pass in the world, but I've seen him screwed up. Or yeah. over here. Lovely yeah. pass for Sonny's first goal. And with him, if he doesn't improve by the end of the season, then yeah, ship him off to Saudi Arabia or somewhere oh, in Europe. Well, he somewhere. doesn't deserve that. Bloody hell. I mean <laughs> I'm just think I'm just I'm just thinking it from a uh resale value yeah, type thing. They will pay probably sixty million quid to <laughs> that's, that's it. Um I, I, but don't I don't understand this. Um, almost hatred towards him because mm. he's never been this twenty goal a season guy. Yeah, there was a lot of there is a lot of potential there. Obviously, Everton saw it and we've seen it, but he's never been that. I mean, he scored that wonderful goal in the World Cup, and he scored. I think he did score another decent goal, but he's never been a Kane type goal scorer or Harland, yeah. yeah. which is a horrible kind of comparison to make. Son's able to step up because Sonny is just phenomenal. He doesn't. He still doesn't get the um, raptures he deserves. I mean, I know Carragher was waxing lyrical about him last night on Monday Night Football, which is nice. Yeah. But he's, I still think he should be talked about in Player of the Seasons and stuff like that. Hmm. I'm not talking about Ballon d'Ors because, you know, we're not in Europe. But Richie, as I said, if it doesn't work out, I would prefer to see Johnson in that position yeah who is young i think and no, yeah, he's, he's got a load yeah ton of pace to burn yeah um and he's more direct and just seems to be a bit i mean it was only a little cameo against uh sheffield united but the way he controlled that ball i know it was offside and just finished it it was just like whoo as my son would say it's like damn um yeah, he, that, that was, he, that was the, top draw that really was it was echoes of Delhi um and so you know we've also got Brian Hill to come back um so there are options there it's just yeah. how Ange will use it you but actually I do think me a little bit because you meant I, I, I kind of keep forgetting that we lost Perisic sorry and I think 
have, having a player <laughs> of his quality coming off the bench or even starting certain games, the, 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 his ability to cross the ball like millimetre perfect to someone's head. Yeah, but it's, we're still it's, scoring it's goals. Goal. We are. We and are, we've mate. got Madison as well. There you go. There, I'll cheer you up with a little James, with our little darts player. Who? No, no. Who, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Well, look. Let's let's <laughs> let's end the main pod there, um, and then take it into the Patreon, the dangerous part of the podcast. Ooh, go where behind I guess the we wall. We get to get to slag off anyone that we get to slag off, and you can only hear about <laughs> it behind the paywall. So hopefully, you have someone that you wish to to slag off momentarily. Um, so yeah. So thank you for downloading. Spurs are back. We've got a busy, 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 busy uh, fixture list coming up. We've got Crystal Palace. Um, they're all in London, which is which is nice. Fulham at home, done that. Palace away. We're going to do that. And then we've got Chelsea. And there's a lot to talk about when it, with Chelsea, especially <laughs> with them playing well and especially with the return of Pochettino. We can actually have a little chat about that because it's something I want to ask you. Um, yeah. So thank you for downloading and catch you on the next one.